and welcome to the For Good Podcast, an inside look at how students are changing the world today and every day from the campus of Notre Dame. Join me, your host, Juliana Conley, as we uncover the extraordinary experiences of my peers while they're here on campus. Today, we'll be speaking with Ellen Gerald, a senior studying science business on campus. Can you tell us a little bit more about yourself, Ellen? Yeah, of, of course, Ju- Ju- Juliana. Thank you so much for having me on, on the podcast today, by the way. So like you said, my name's Ellen. I'm a senior science business major, also with a minor in education, schooling, and, and, and society. I'm originally from Toledo, Ohio, but here on campus, I've lived in, in Pascarello West Hall for the past three years. On campus, Ellen is a senior manager at the Student Engagement Center, ND Listens. She gives tours for the admissions office, was the president of Pascarello West Hall, uh, does research in the cognition, learning, and development lab, and just about a million things more. So we could talk about what Ellen does at Notre Dame all day, but I'm actually interested to hear more about what she's done off campus. So Ellen, can you tell us a little bit about what you did this summer? Of course. So I worked at a summer camp called called Camp Sweeney. It's a camp specifically for kids that have type 1 di- diabetes. Um, it's down in Gainesville, Texas, actually the largest camp of of this kind and our whole our whole mission there is just to take 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 care of these of these kids who out outside of camp deal with so much during their day to day. They have to count their count their carbs every every meal, determine their insulin ratios, figure out like what they can and can't do if their if their blood sugars um, rising and like lowering. But then here at camp, we as the counselors kind of take take care of, of of all that for them, so they can just have a normal summer camp experience. Yeah, that sounds awesome. How did you hear about Camp Sweeney? Uh, I actually, they had been recruiting on Notre Dame's campus um, fall of my of my sophomore year, and I got the chance to go to an in, in, in information session for them. Kind of just learned learned all about it. Realized that it's something that like really spoke to me as um, what what I would what I would what I would want to do with with my like summer for that year. So I had applied that October, received the job like a week after, and then and then committed for my for my sophomore summer was the uh, original plan. And that got canceled because of COVID, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> so if this this was something you've been trying to do since the summer after your sophomore year, the fact I and mean, now you're a senior. Yeah. The f- fact that you kept pursuing it even a year later means it must have been really important. What made you want to work at Camp Sweeney as opposed to other medical shadowing opportunities? I knew that I wanted to work with real patients, not just like follow mm-hmm. a doctor or just be able to, to see like people actually making a difference and be and, and be part of that di- difference in the world. Um, I've also always loved like through like other opportunities I have working with like kids and just kind of being able to like help them and 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 be there for them. Um, I had originally worked as another camp counselor after my after my freshman year. I remember going into sophomore year, I was like, okay, if I do want to want to go to med school one day, I have to focus and get like clinical opportunities. And then Camp, Camp, Camp Sweeney came, which is the perfect combination of what I love to do with kids and then also getting real like cl- clinical experience and working with like medicine. So you're working with the kids, but you're also doing medical things. Mm-hmm. What is an average day in the life like at Camp Sweeney? It's a crazy time. So, uh, <laughs> as as counselors, we worked about twenty hours each each day, which does sound like a lot, but when you're there for the kids, uh, it, re- it really doesn't feel like feel mm-hmm. like too much. So we we woke up around like six thirty, which was like an hour before we would get our like kids up. Kind of got everything ready for them. We got them up. 
took their their blood sugars and then depending on how much carbs they were going to have for breakfast that day did their did their insulin for them and then had breakfast we had different activities throughout the day in the morning and and the afternoon then we'd have lunch dinner and we did night nighttime activities each day those 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 range from a bunch of different fun things like like dances campfires uh, we went to like a like a water park one day, and then uh, we would go to bed, put the kids to bed around twelve thirty, stay up like two more hours, just kind of clean <laughs> cl- clean the whole cabin, um, and then also have like a meeting at the end of the day with with the other counselors, kind of just going over things about how we could make things better for our, like kids, and then just for just for camp camper general things that were going well, things things that weren't. So yeah, cra- crazy crazy time, but totally worth it. Loved every minute of That's it. That's like. So that's just like the beginning of med school. No sleep. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Lots of hard work. Were you actually, how long did it take you? So are you injecting insulin into them? Uh, it, it depends on what the kid has. So a, mm-hmm. a lot of kids nowadays have, have, the pumps, have like right? pumps, which are like automatic insulin. They call them like fake pancreases um because they like work like a pancreas and like put insulin mm-hmm. throughout your body throughout the day and then we would just determine how much they should we called it boluses so like large insulins and then they would type that in but there was actually a good amount of kids who were on shots and then at camp is this thing called going off your, your like off tech and that was when even though you were on a pump at home because we took care of everything for you at camp they would just not not use it because it's because it's kind of a hassle to have it a, 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 attached to you all the time and can like sweat off very easily when you're running around, which is what we did at camp. So it just was like a lot easier for us to take care of it. They got to kids. just be kids, just yeah. have fun. Yeah. So how long did it take you to get trained and like? We had like a three week training where we did things both like camp camp specific about all the activities that we did and kind of things to like watch for and uh, everything with that. And then um, also with that was a full like di- diabetes cra- crash course. Um, learning like how to how to how how to draw shots, how to d- determine ra- ratios. We were lucky there to have also like, in addition to the counseling staff, like another med staff, that that helped us with with through everything. But we kind of did all the like day to day managing mm-hmm. their like health. Um, so we got to learn all that and had like a big t- test at the end to like, practice it all. But it worked out pretty 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 well. I think everyone kind of got on. No, that sounds really fun. Like. You're wearing a lot of different hats, counselor, <laughs> medic. Um, what was the most memorable moment from this summer? There's definitely a lot. We had being 20-hour <laughs> days for like three yeah. three months. A lot of things happened. But I think, so just kind of to give you some background, what, what Camp, Camp Sweeney did is there was, there was four different different cabins for, for girls and, and boys, so so eight, so eight cabins total. And in, in, in each cabin, you have about six to eight counselors, and then... Your, and then your your campers and the way that they they split up is each counselor gets a sibling group so I had my like little little sister group and it's like th- three to five campers who I'm directly responsible for mm-hmm. so even though like we do like test everyone's blood blood sugar together and kind of draw draw insulin together if there's any moment where like they truly needed needed me like I was there for my mm-hmm. for my uh, girls. Um, and I had this this uh, one one camper who was there for two sessions, so she was there for like six weeks total, and we got really really close. Um, I had the sixteen to eight eight eighteen year old girl old girls, so they're pretty cl- close to my age. But this girl was just 
so like so strong had had diet diabetes since she was like five so it really like known how to go through it but so like struggled a lot with that struggled with like normal teenage things um and i i remember this this one moment she so since she was she's going to college this year so she's like mm-hmm. a senior at camp and they did like a lot for for the seniors mm. so for that she got to to like sing on this like final senior day Aww. and like i got to like see her up in front of the entire camp just like actually gonna, gonna cry right now um just seeing her sing this like beautiful song that she'd actually written like like about camp and like oh about gosh. everything um and it was just so powerful to know that like this is a girl that like i've gotten to know really really well and like means so much to me and i mean like so much to her and just to see her share her like talent with everyone because she was so nervous about it um was just like so so special to know that i can have this kind of in in impact on someone and that they can have that kind of impact on me. Something I definitely didn't expect from the summer um, to like kind of give give all into it and be in 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 impacted by it in, in all the ways that I was. But it was it was just really uh, amazing. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing, Ellen. I love, I love talking um, about it. No, yeah, that's when you're a counselor, you really do get to make an impact on these kids' lives. You're like their whole world for yeah. those two <laughs> weeks. Um, as someone who's been a camp counselor before I definitely know it's so much fun but it's there are definitely less glamorous parts I know as someone who just worked at a regular camp I had my own fair share of troubles but I assume I camp Sweeney where there's medical things and and it's a longer camp period too how long are the sessions they're like 18 eight, 18 days total yeah so it's a long time to be for these kids to be away from home what was the hardest part of being a camp counselor wow there was definitely a lot of a lot of struggles I think a lot of it came from the lack of sleep that, that, that the counselors got. <laughs> it usually does. Um, <laughs> but then other parts of it, which it just seems like when one thing ran out, went went wrong, like everything went wrong. Like mm-hmm. we, if we didn't get the blood sugars in on time, then we couldn't get their in, insulin in on time. And especially at like a diabetes camp, there there's like a like a, a really like significant timeline of when they take their insulin to when they have to eat. Mm-hmm. So if we would like be too early or too late even, like they would then go high and like not 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 feel yeah. well. I think for me, like I really felt all the like pains of my like campers. Mm-hmm. So if they were just like having days when their like blood sugar was so low so they were just like exhausted the whole day and like cranky and like couldn't didn't want to do anything. I was like I like felt that personally and yeah. I didn't obviously like not not having diet diabetes myself, I couldn't really relate. But I just wanted them to like be be okay and like know that they're going to be okay. Um, so there's like a lot of hard things with that. But then all of a sudden, like then the next day, they'd have a really really good good blood sugar. And you get to day. be a part of that yeah, too. Yeah, to feel that. that. So there's there's ups uh, ups and downs through through it all for sure. No, that's that sounds hard. I mean, it's hard enough having all this pressure, but then it's not just like their emotional well being. You have their health is in yeah. your hands. <laughs> yeah, and that's awesome. So proud of you. Uh, so how did all that, I mean, this work was definitely different than anything you've done before, I assume. Mm-hmm. Very transformative. How did your work this summer change your perspective on things? I think it definitely made, made me realize that, like, even as, like, a 21-year-old student in college, like, I can make a, like, real impact on 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 people and made me think more about, like, what I want to do for the, for the rest of my life and, like, how I continue how I how I can continue to make that that kind of impact like no matter where I end up going I've kind of 
been considering a lot of different things for what I want to do with my life and just being at this camp knowing that like no matter where I go that I can still make this like difference um for the like future it's like really really special to me and then also now that we've been like two months since camp the fact that I'm still like in in touch with all of my all the like campers there are my little like sister group and just having these like long long lasting relationships that I never really would have expected from this camp and haven't really gotten from like a lot of other opportunities that, that I've had has been really really special wow. did how did the activities and classes you've took taken part in on campus prepare you for your experience with Camp Sweeney I think the majority of what of what prepared me is either so I did a summer service learning program after freshman year, which is this really cool program at Notre Dame through the Center for for Social Concerns that kind of gives you a grant to go into an an under underprivileged community and and serve. So I did mine at uh, Camp Hidden Valley. It's through the like Boys and Girls Club outside of of, of Baltimore, Maryland. You just can't not be I, a counselor. I love I love camps. <laughs> um, I actually never went to to camp as a kid. So when I came to college, these have been I your to big to summer these camp. These have been my like camp chances. things. Yeah. Um, and 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 I got to serve the like kids there. And what was really interesting about them is like most of them were over on were on scholarship to attend that camp, and it's just because like their families like couldn't afford any kind of summer experience for them. Uh, so I kind of got to be be there for them through all of it. And that really taught me that I know I wanted to like help help people through it. After that summer, when I came back to campus, I joined college benches for for kids, and you get like one little buddy who I had for that for that for that whole whole year, and just got really really close to her. She always come off the bus to see me and write me these like little notes and little pictures that she drew of us, and just those like little special moments that you get to like be with kids, really like prepared me for this experience and knew that I wanted to like give my like whole heart and soul just like into it and. Really, really just, just commit to everything that, that I could be involved in there. Awesome. Do you think, how will you take the lessons that you've learned here at Notre Dame and use them forward for good? I think that Notre Dame's really, really taught me, like, the family and, and the community that they, they that, that, that you can have, like, no matter where, where you are. Um I think coming to Notre Dame, I've never really had something as special as this as this university, and as all the all the like little little pockets of the community that I've been able to to find here, and then especially at camp, like all the little communities that we had in our like cabin, and then specifically in our like little six person sibling mm-hmm. group, and then I ran the lacrosse class, and I ended up having my little lax family Aww. at camp, and. I think Notre Dame's kind of started that foundation of like how to make meaningful connections with people and how to continue those, 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 those connections like for for good for, for for the rest of my life. Just knowing that no matter what I do, I'll be able to make that that difference, people, mm-hmm. and I'll be able to make those lasting connections. makes makes me so happy to say that I, I I go to school here and I have these opportunities to like share that with with with, with everyone else that 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 I meet in my life. Yeah. I like to think Notre Dame kind of feels like a summer camp. It just it never does. ends. It does. <laughs> goes on for the rest of our lives. Always. Are there, I guess, speaking of the rest of our lives, are there any, like, memories you've made here at Notre Dame specifically that you're excited to get to carry with you? Oh, wow. So much. I think starting, like, like freshman year welcome weekend, I remember that 
people saying mm-hmm. that was like a summer camp and i i loved welcome weekend i i did too I some of my fun. some of my my like best friends now are still from like freshman year welcome weekend and like we uh, now that we're seniors we're doing that sentimental looking back on all those freshman Aww. year times um and those were some of the best times just like the like you're kind of scared to meet people but then you realize everyone at our name is really uh, amazing so it's really easy to like meet everyone um and now that we have like football back and we're tailgating we're thinking of all of our like first first memories in the like stadium lot and going around and meeting other alumni that just wanted to like help us out and like make us have the like best experience possible at Notre Dame and that's just like what I felt through all of my years here even when like end of sophomore year and then last year when we like were online like I still felt the community of Notre Dame and like had like lasting memories from those years that even though it didn't it wasn't like the normal experience that I like expected it was still so fun and such a good time just to look 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 back on. What's that quote? Isn't it like people, years from now, people won't remember what you said or did, but they'll remember how you made them feel? Yeah. I feel like when I think of what I'm going to take from Notre Dame, it's... It's that. Yeah, like Notre <laughs> Dame made us feel good. Yeah. As cheesy as that sounds. Yeah. But, um, and you are a senior, so is there anything left on your Notre Dame bucket list that you want to do before you graduate? Oh, wow. I, I used to have this bucket list freshman year that I was going to every dorm. Mm-hmm. And the only dorm that I haven't been in now is actually Soren, which they're renovating this year. So I don't think I'll be oh. able to go into it. Before I, before I, uh, I feel I, like that doesn't count. I know, right? It, so then, I, then I've been in, in in all of our dorms, um, but I think I'm trying to think. Last things I want to do before I leave are I want to get on the jumbotron at the football game. That's, that's been, on mine. That's yeah. been on one of mine. I got on it at a basketball game freshman year. I've still never been on it at a football game, and I know that I want to do that. I also want to uh, want to be involved in as many inner hall sports as I can. Mm-hmm. Like I do flag football now. I know I'll do basketball. Um, I'm doing like a co-ed sand volleyball right now. I just want to do a, a bunch of like random sports mm-hmm. and get like the most out of senior year that that, that I can. Um, so it's kind of like not saying no to any opportunity. Like if I can fit it in my schedule, then I'm doing it. Is the plan. <laughs> Say yes is the motto? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, I could say yes to talking to you <laughs> all afternoon. I know that's kind of dorky, but we do have to go. This has been so much fun, Ellen. Is there anything else you want to say? No, just thank you. Thank you so, so much again, Ju- Ju- Julianne. I'm, I'm so honored to be able to share my my Camp, my camp, camp Sweeney experience, kind of get, get, get the like word out there for anyone that whatever want to attend the camp or want to like work work at the camp really just uh amazing opportunity that i love to 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 chat about just want to thank all of the alumni and and the other donors who truly made my experience at Notre Dame possible through through all of their all of their gifts um i really could not attend this this university if it wasn't for financial aid um or be involved in opportunities with the like the center for 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 social concerns um or with any other like clubs or volunteering that 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 I've done, um, without without people like you, and I and I know that I've had an an even be- better experience thanks to to all this gen- g- generosity. So I just wanted to thank thank them all so much. Well, thank you, Ellen, and thank you to all of our listeners listening to For Good and for helping support Notre Dame and making it an experience that we can all enjoy and take with us. 
or good. That's all we have today, but thanks for listening.